Welcome back to another edition of the Kerry Crowley Show. Today, breaking down the Giants' acquisition of free agent right-hander Jordan Hicks, a four-year, $44 million contract, and I will get into that momentarily. But before I do, a quick programming note on why you haven't seen as many of my episodes in this podcast feed. To be completely transparent and honest with you, I use a service for this podcast feed that costs me about, I don't know, $15 a month. And the way to edit and add podcasts to the feed is a little labor intensive right now. This isn't even my second job. This is like my third or fourth job that I do to get by right now. So I just apologize for the delay in adding podcasts to this feed. I apologize for not adding all of the episodes that I've added to my YouTube. But again, in the name of transparency, YouTube is completely free for me to use and post to, and I'm starting to make a little bit of money off of YouTube. So it's just a totally simple way of creating the Carrie Crowley show, creating my Giants analysis and sharing it with the world. With that being said, I know I've heard a lot from you guys in the emails uh, on, you know, Twitter DMs, uh, Instagram DMs at KO underscore Crowley. Uh, and I appreciate that podcasts and your podcast feeds are where you want to hear this analysis. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to continue to try to add as many episodes as I can here. Uh, just know that it may take a little bit longer than I like to take uh, because just the process is a little bit more challenging. So again, bear with me here. I apologize and thank you so much for your patience. Without further ado, let's get into the episode that posted on YouTube earlier this afternoon. The San Francisco Giants are penciling in a new member of their starting rotation, and it's a pitcher with just eight career starts under his belt. Welcome into another edition of the Kerry Crowley Show, talking all things Giants baseball, and today, breaking down the news that the Giants have agreed to terms on a four-year, $44 million deal with right-hander Jordan Hicks, who has spent the majority of his major league career in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals and the tail end of last season in the bullpen for the Toronto Blue Jays. So, Let's break down this news and how it went down on Friday morning. Jeff Passan of ESPN first to tweet that Jordan Hicks and the Giants have agreed to terms and that he will be used as a starting pitcher in San Francisco. And I think that that probably took the vast majority of the baseball industry by surprise. I think that it took Giants fans by surprise, especially considering that I've touched on this all week long on the Kerry Crowley Show, all offseason long on the Kerry Crowley Show. The Giants need proven Major League star starters with a track record of taking down innings and having success at the major league level. And Jordan Hicks is not that. In fact, he's someone who made a cameo in the Cardinals rotation back in 2022, eight starts, and then he was moved back to the bullpen, which is the role that he's essentially played since the start of his major league career. So why bet on Jordan Hicks? Why make this gamble if you are the San Francisco Giants? Well, for one, Jordan Hicks does something that very few other pitchers do at the major league level, and that is touch 100 miles an hour consistently. There's a lot of people who can throw 100 miles an hour. Camilo Doval at the back end of the Giants bullpen absolutely can, but Jordan Hicks averages above 100 with his fastball. He's got one of the most electric sinkers in all of baseball. He pairs that with the slider. He used a splitter at the end of last season, and the Giants view him potentially as a three-pitch guy who can take down multiple innings at a time for a San Francisco team that desperately needs innings to be taken down. You look at this rotation, it's Logan Webb, and then it's a bunch of question marks. And yes, a lot of those question marks are young pitchers who have great potential at the major league level. Think Kyle Harrison, think Keaton Wynn, think Tristan Beck. 
but they're unproven pitchers. And so they bring in Jordan Hicks, and I think that there's a few ways to look at this. And one, let's look at it this way. Giants fans have been promised big, bold moves by the front office since the outset of the offseason. Jung-Hoo Lee certainly qualifies. The largest contract ever given to a position player in San Francisco Giants history is a big, bold move. And I say largest contract, the largest free agent contract they've given. Of course, Buster Posey's deal exceeded that headed into the 2013 season. But nevertheless, Giants fans have been waiting on other moves. And Jordan Hicks, four years, $44 million, may not seem like a top-of-the-market play and may not seem like someone who, oh yeah, Jordan Hicks, he's instantly going to be penciled into your starting rotation. But if you think about what Hicks does and what the Giants are trying to do, it's actually a pretty good marriage because Jordan Hicks wants to be a starter at the major league level. The Giants are trying to get creative about how they cover innings next season, especially with Alex Cobb down for at least the month of April and Robbie Ray out for at least the first half of the season. And so you look at Jordan Hicks, the potential to be a three-pitch guy at the major league level, stretch out his innings, allow him to face hitters, maybe, you know, three, four innings at a time. You can't look at Jordan Hicks as the traditional six to seven inning starting pitcher, but you can potentially look at him as a piggyback option, as someone who can take down at least the first three innings, maybe four innings, once every fifth days, and that's how you're going to use Jordan Hicks. And so it's not the big Blake Snell move. It's not the big trade for a Corbin Burns, but it is the bold move of saying that this is someone who's had success at the major league level, who throws a fastball harder than just about anyone in the majors, and you're making the bold decision to try him out as a starting pitcher. And here's the catch. I, I think that anyone latching on to the idea that the Giants want to see Jordan Hicks pitch every fifth day 32 times next season and throw 160 innings, you're looking at this all wrong. And that's initially how I read Jeff Passan's tweet. I looked at it. Jordan Hicks is a starter. That doesn't make any sense. The Giants need legitimate starting pitchers in this rotation to help out Logan Webb. But when you think about their pitching plan for 2023, it's not a pitching plan that I personally agree with, but it's easy to see how this pitching plan sketches out and easy to see how Jordan Hicks can help this team in the role that they've got for him. So let's say that he goes instead of one or two innings at a time, three innings out of the gate, and you pair him with a Keaton Wynn or a Tristan Beck, or you want to keep Kyle Harrison's inning count down at the outset of the season, you use those two pitchers to get you through six to seven innings. Say you go, uh, you know, Jordan Hicks and then Tristan Beck, you've got seven innings covered over the course of a ball game every fifth day. And that's the goal. You know, oftentimes, and I say oftentimes, throughout history, we've looked at starting pitchers as guys who can take down, you know, 18 to 21 outs on a every fifth day basis. But baseball is changing and not necessarily to my liking, and I've read the comments, I know not necessarily to a lot of your liking, but if the Giants are going to be effective with the pitchers that they've got and the young kids who they want to extend out and have throwing more innings this year, let's say you go from maybe 100 innings for Kyle Harrison last year to 130, 140 this year. You take Keaton Wynn, who threw maybe 110, 120 last year, you got him throwing 140, 150. You're not going to get to 200 innings without penciling in someone like Jordan Hicks who can help you out in that regard. And so I look at it this way. The Giants give Jordan Hicks the opportunity to start games at the outset of the season. And maybe it looks more like an opener than it does a true starter. Maybe it looks more like, hey, he's getting 6 to 9 to 12 outs at a time instead of 18 to 21 every fifth day. But by the middle of the season, if this doesn't work out, 
you've still got a very effective major league reliever with a track record of pitching at the back end of games for the St. Louis Cardinals and someone who you can say, okay, Alex Cobb is back in the rotation by the middle of May. If the Jordan Hicks experiment doesn't work, you can say Jordan Hicks pitches the eighth inning for the San Francisco Giants. Camilo Doval pitches the ninth inning, and you look at the rest of the bullpen. You've got Luke Jackson. You've got Taylor Rogers. You've got Tyler Rogers. You've got Ryan Walker. All of a sudden, the bullpen is a strength for you. The bullpen is your calling card because you've extended that bullpen by using Hicks in that role. And maybe are they overpaying for him at $11 million a season to use him as an eighth inning reliever? It's possible. I think that's what Luke Jackson was earning. I think that's what Taylor Rogers earns on his three-year $33 million deal. I think that's the going rate for solid setup men in Major League Baseball right now. Yes, closers are worth more. They're going to cost more. But the Giants have an effective cost-controlled closer in Camilo Doval, who came through the farm system, has been developed by the Giants, and deployed in the closer role. So they're not spending $15 to $20 million on a closer. They're not making it, you know, making the Mark Melanson deal on an annual basis, trying to search for someone who can take down the ninth inning. So the more guys you can get with high leverage experience, with late inning experience, the more I like that move for the Giants because you've got three or four different options now in Taylor, Tyler Rogers, uh, Jordan Hicks, Luke Jackson. Uh, you know, you look at Ryan Walker potentially morphing into a back end of the bullpen guy this year if he continues his development at the major league level. You've got a variety of options who can get you those outs at the end of ballgames, and that's if Jordan Hicks is used in that role. Now, that's to say if things go wrong for him or he's just not a fit in the starting rotation, but let's say that this works for the San Francisco Giants. Let's say that you know, they study his pitch mechanics and you know, the pitch data that he had with the Toronto Blue Jays when he was so successful at the end of last season. Let's say that they see him as a guy who can mix in the sinker, slider, and splitter effectively. All of a sudden, you're talking about someone who might be getting 12 to 15 outs for you every fifth day, and that's a great development for the San Francisco Giants. Is it likely to happen? I say no. I say more likely you're seeing someone who is throwing two innings at a time, maybe stretched out to three innings, and probably a little less effective than he was in his role at the back end of a bullpen. But for a San Francisco Giants team that is already betting on so much uncertainty next year, in Kyle Harrison, in Tristan Beck, and Keaton Wynn, guys who have not proven themselves over multiple years at the major league level. Jordan Hicks is just adding to that uncertainty, and you could do a lot worse than Jordan Hicks at four years and $44 million. In fact, there are players out there that you could sign who maybe don't pan out for you and maybe don't fit in seamlessly in the bullpen if they don't work in your starting rotation. Think back last year to Ross Stripling. Look, the guy didn't work in the rotation for the Giants, and he wasn't really great out of the bullpen either. And so, yes, there were moments that gave the Giants hope that Ross Stripling could turn things around in 2024, but let's look at these two pitchers right now and say, if you're betting on one of them having a more successful 2024 season, I would probably bet on Jordan Hicks being that guy, even though I think that Ross Stripling could throw more innings for the Giants because he's just built up and he's done that throughout his major league career. I think that Jordan Hicks. Overall, the numbers will be better. He'll strike out batters. He gets ground balls. And if the Giants can find a way to limit his walks and keep that pitch count down, which is the big key for Jordan Hicks as he tries to make this move to a starting rotation or at least to a bulk man opener role at the beginning of a ball game, that's the key. It's limiting the walks, being more effective within the zone. And who knows? Maybe you take something a little off that 101 mile an hour fastball 
you're throwing 99 and you're still throwing darts and you're still mixing in that third pitch, the splitter, effectively. So there's a lot of questions about how this Giants pitching staff is constructed. And I don't have all the answers right now. In fact, I'm not sure the San Francisco Giants have all the answers. What I do know, they should go out and they should add a number two to their starting rotation. They should still look seriously at a Blake Snell or another starting pitcher who's very solid on the trade market because this is a team that still needs innings. But I'm always in favor of acquiring solid players. And I think that Jordan Hicks, especially at you know four years, $44 million, is a solid player. He's one of the younger free agents. He's entering his age 27 season. He could be entering his prime at the major league level. And due to injuries, due to his track record, he doesn't have a whole lot of innings on his arm. And yes, this is a major gamble for the San Francisco Giants. If they're anticipating Hicks taking down to 120 to 140 innings next year, I think that they're lost. But I don't think that that's what they anticipate out of Jordan Hicks. I think they probably look at him as a 70 to 100 inning guy if they stretch him out properly. By the second half of the season, if you feel like he's giving you all he can give in the starting rotation, if you got a few three and four inning outings of him from April to June, and you mix in Alex Cobb and you mix in Robbie Ray, the worst thing that happens in my mind, well, the worst thing that happens is an injury that wipes him out for the season. But let's say he's healthy. The worst thing that happens is that you're adding a proven major league reliever to your bullpen, and you're doing it at a value of $11 million per season which, all things considered, the going rate for relievers at the major league level isn't that bad. So I understand if this is not the big, bold move that you wanted to see the Giants make in the rotation, because quite frankly, I'm still of the belief they need to make a bigger and bolder move in their rotation. But at the same time, I think that this is a bold move because Jordan Hicks is unproven as a starter and because of your commitment to him. Four years, $44 million. That's not light. But I do think that the best case scenario is really good for the Giants. And the worst case scenario, adding a solid major league reliever, ain't all that bad. So while this was marketed as the Giants have added to their rotation, and that's what all the reporters were tweeting today, I think the important thing to keep in mind is that, hey, this doesn't work out. There are other ways that Jordan Hicks can help the San Francisco Giants, and that's important too. So, do I love the move? Jury's still out. Do I like the move? I think there's value in what the Giants have done here, but they still need to do a whole lot more. This doesn't take them off the hook from adding their rotation. This doesn't mean they shouldn't continue to pursue starting pitching and quality innings from proven major league starters, but it does give them some upside headed into 2024. I think we can all agree the Giants are just in need of acquiring solid Major League players. Jordan Hicks, for the most part, has been one of those in his Major League career. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Kerry Crowley Show. Always appreciate your support. If you like this episode, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll have more content for you in the lead up to spring training. Thanks so much for watching.